0: All right, hello, and welcome to Stay Paid, the podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business, so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow. But only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, and I am joined as always by Luke Acrey. And I am uh, really hungry right now because Josh just before this
1: podcast, guys, just told us about his amazing. turkey frying skills yes
0: yes this podcast will come out after Thanksgiving. oh i forgot sorry I my bad have, i will have <laughs> no it's all right i will still have leftover turkeys from my deep fryer yes we told him oh, to bring, bring some in some potato chips because he's going to fry some potato chips after, after after you deep fry the turkey there's a lot of peanut oil leftover that you have to do something with so then you just start getting creative with what although i might prefer I the fried oreos Deep fried Oreos are fantastic. Yes, I've heard deep fried butter. I haven't tried that yet, but I'm gonna maybe try that this year. Deep fried butter? You take a stick of That's butter? That's like a heart attack. You coat to- him? Would you really take a stick of butter? I would absolutely try
1: everything once. No yes, way, dude. <laughs> yes. That sounds disgusting. That sounds like it would clog your arteries. Deep your fried, fried pickles? Way. Deep fried pickles are good. I like that. <laughs>
0: But anyway, I was out last week. Uh, we had an amazing, amazing podcast. So if you guys yes. didn't get a chance to listen to that, please go back and yeah, check Phoenix that one out with Phoenix, Phoenix Falconrath, our marketing services coach. Uh, she talked a lot about how to get customer testimonials. She spent a lot of time doing that for us. Yep. And it's just super, super solid advice. I thought she did an awesome job. Oh, she's so incredible. check that out. Um, but hey, look, uh, we mentioned in the, in the beginning of the podcast, our mission is to help you close more deals and retain more business. There is no better way to close more deals then by learning how to handle objections effectively and Like a boss. Like a <laughs> boss. Your ability to overcome a prospect's objection is going to be the difference between closing that deal or getting to that appointment and maybe never speaking to that person again. So today, we're gonna to pick Luke's brain on this topic mm. because I truly believe that Luke is one of the most skilled people, not to make you blush your body, <laughs> but one of the most skilled <laughs> Look at me people, red. especially <laughs> after spending time at conferences that we've talked about on the podcast. At really being able to overcome objections, but not overcome objections in the sense that like, I don't know, people are kind of pushy, right? It's not like bulldozed. It's. It's like, I'll Although listen, sometimes I'll listen you do to, have them, to them, but yes, because I'll go to you and be like, Hey, I just had this objection. Yeah. How do you, how do you handle that? And when I'm listening, I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Cause your skill, and this is, this is going back to kind of, yeah, it's a skill, but it's also, I think at the core of it, your ability to overcome objections is belief. Correct. Yes. I would agree that you with You actually that. believe that our product or what we are selling yes. can help change somebody's life. But it's also the skill of being able to pare it down to what the real Issue, I guess, is or really zone in on like kind of the, the Why underlying. Someone's thing. really
1: not buying. Yes, I, I think you're making a great point. I think one of the points I would make, because there's so much when it comes to overcoming objections, but one of the points I would make is t- the understanding that people buy off of emotion. And they're convinced on logic, mm-hmm. so like you hear that all the time in sales training. But people are convinced on logic; they buy on emotion. And you give the example a lot of times in sales training of it's like a car. Multiple cars can logically take you from point A to point B. So why does someone buy a Porsche versus someone buying a minivan, mm-hmm. right? And, and you know, and I shouldn't say minivan; I say Hyundai Sonata, like me or something, right? Well, the I emotional side. We have yeah. a minivan. You have a minivan. I can fit a four you rock by minivan, eight
0: man. sheet of plywood. <laughs> Flat. I remember in the you back saying of this. My minivan. It's my wife's minivan. I love it. It helps you on your She st- wants to get a new car. Patient. I'm like,
1: please don't get a car. Keep get, the minivan. Yeah, get a minivan or get an SUV. Yeah. I want an SUV. <laughs> but people buy, like when you think of objections, understand they're convinced on logic, they buy on emotion. The objection <laughs> game is a mixture of both, mm-hmm. because what you have to be really, really careful of in objections is that you're not debating someone. yeah, And that's the mistake that so many people, so if you purely go from the logic side, you're going to sound like you're debating somebody. Yeah. And there's nothing people want. Dude, that's my issue oh, because yeah.
0: I, love, I love debate. You de- it's lo- you just, love I just kind debate. of like debate by naturally, but it's absolutely correct.
1: When you get in an argument with your significant other, and this this applies to sales tips, like when you get in an argument with your significant other or a friend or something like that, do you even have a chance to convince them <laughs> logically? You have no shot. Like no shot. What, ha- what has to happen is you have to like take a break part ways for a little bit and then come back and once the emotions die down, then you're like, okay, I can see your point or okay, you were right, I admit it. But the point being is like, you don't want to find yourself there mm. in the sales objection game because if you immediately respond and start overcoming, all you're getting into is in a debate. And you'll lose the deal, not because they don't agree with how you overcame the objection, just because they don't want to give they you the satisfaction. The right. Yeah, They don't want to give you the satisfaction of winning the argument. It's right. a pride thing. I lose so many deals. You know, myself, because I have triggered that pride aspect or that, oh man, shoot, I got into debate mode here and I shouldn't have gotten into debate mode. You've got to focus in on understanding, hey, look, people are convinced on logic, they buy on emotion, objections are a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. Understanding the emotional side, which is how you communicate, which is making people not feel like you're pushy, then throwing in the logic side, which gets back to what? The value, which is the point that you made which is why I think I can overcome objections a lot of times, especially for our products and stuff, because my goal at the end of the day is the only reason you won't buy from me. It's because the value I've presented to you does not outweigh the cost in your mind. Mm -hmm. So the only reason someone walks away from buying my product today, if I spoke to you today, the only reason you won't buy from me is because the value I presented to you does not outweigh the cost. And what that means is, think about it this way, I always give the example to people of like the lottery, but think about it in terms of like grapes at your grocery store. Would you pay a dollar for a, what do you call a, is it a bundle of grapes? What is it? I think it's a bunch. A bunch of grapes. A bunch of grapes. Would you pay a dollar for a bunch of grapes? I think so. Would you pay two? I think so. Would you pay three? (laughs) and I'm going to keep I've going. I've never up, bought nope. grapes. I have no idea, dude. What are you living the like <laughs> medieval ages? I don't know. Have <laughs> I mean, you not bought grapes? I the don't point know. being I is, buy a, I buy bananas. Would you pay I, twenty bucks for a bunch of grapes? I don't think so. Correct. It depends
0: on where they a were certain, grown. There's like a certain. It's like it's like a the story soil. behind. Like the what, what do
1: you call those scales? Right. It's yeah. like eventually. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly yeah. what you call. Them. What do they call them? Scales. You're thinking of the scales of justice. Yeah, the scales. But that's all of a sudden. It's like the grapes. Start, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, No, nope, right, not yeah. going to buy them now. So the point being is like, if you're losing at the, the listening presentation, why? Because the value that was presented doesn't outweigh the yeah. cost in their mind. What does that cost for a real estate agent? It might be this. I don't believe that I believe I can get more money from my house than what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So the value of me believing that I can get more money and go find it somewhere else than going with you to get me less money it uh, it doesn't it doesn't work. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go spend the time getting somebody else. Meaning that cost a, finding me, another agent. Yeah, that cost so of me going to get another agent. Your objection or, is competition. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, right? Objection is right. competition, or your objection at that standpoint is they don't believe they believe it's worth their time to go find another agent, do it themselves. Then it is going with you. Gotcha. The value you presented did not outweigh. The same as when someone tells me, hey, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I like your product, Luke, and everything like that. I want to look at other other things. Why? Because they ultimately what they don't see is they don't see me being able to produce the money. I always give the the partner and spouse objection or whatever. Yeah. Where you know you get to the close and I get to the close with you, Josh, and you go, Hey, I want to talk to my wife Stacy. Yeah. Well, here's the reality that I understand. I understand that the reason why you want to talk to your wife Stacy is because, well, two reasons. One is you might just be using it as an excuse, mm-hmm. right? And that's just your way to get me off the phone. So I got to dig deep and see if that's a real reason. Or it could be you legitimately want to talk to Stacy. Why? Because if you came home with a million dollars right now for Stacy, would you be scared in the least? If I had a million dollars on the table that I was going to give you, would you need to go talk to Stacy, or would you take the million dollars?
0: I think I would take it, but she would probably ask me a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, where'd you get it? Where I got it the so. point is,
1: you would take it to her course because you <laughs> no, see the dollars. Yeah, the you value's there. You don't see you don't see any issues. You're okay with those questions right. because you see the value right there. The reason why you need to go talk to Stacy is because the fear that you make the wrong decision and go with Luke Acre in American Lifestyle Magazine, and it ends up not working, you end up spending your hard-earned money, you end up spending your time getting it set up and sent out. That fear of being beat up by the person you didn't check with or, or the embarrassment that you wasted the money and wasted the time outweighs the value and the potential gain that I've presented to you. Mm-hmm. So what's the process that you go through to overcome objections? Yeah. That's the real, I think, question here on this podcast. When you guys face, and I think you can do this process in any industry, um, and I think This will help be a guideline for you as you overcome objections. I basically call it acknowledge, isolate, overcome. Mm -hmm. So the key for objections is understanding that it's both emotional and it's logical. So as I walk through these objections, let me frame it up for you in terms of the wife objection. Mm -hmm. I get to the close and Josh goes, hey, I need to talk to my wife. Yep. Perfect. What what is the first step in the process that I need to do? I need to acknowledge that. You know, and you could even say, I think some people say even before the acknowledgement stage, you actually have to listen. So you actually have to listen to Josh's objection. But it's really the same thing in my mind is you acknowledge it. So I have to go, hey,
0: Josh, completely understand you need to talk to your wife, man.
1: I hear you. So you almost want to repeat it back. A It's validating their concern.
0: It's letting them know that you heard what they said.
1: I totally understand you need to talk to your wife. I always say to people, build a camaraderie with yeah. people in the Find acknowledgement, common ground, common yeah. ground camaraderie. Yeah. Hey, totally understand. I'm married myself, <laughs> show them the ring, yeah. make a joke. If you think it's the, the this, you have to be a little bit understanding the context of the situation, right? But you might say, hey, I want, don't want you sleeping on the couch tonight. Right, right. That type of idea. You're building camaraderie or hey, totally. Someone says, hey, you know, I, I, I really appreciate Luke. You presenting me what you can do to get my house sold. But, you know, I want to spend I want to go talk to my wife about it because I'm not sure. You go, hey, totally understand when I was actually selling my house, I wanted to do the exact same thing. So Mm -hmm. I totally understand that you want to talk to your wife. So it makes them feel what camaraderie and it makes them feel like you are not just saying you understand, but you have a story to go with it. You have some common ground to go with it. Second phase is you want to isolate. This is the phase that most Mm -hmm. salespeople totally miss. Hmm. And this is where you'll hear even on our own sales floor, go out there and listen. People will lose deals because they miss this phase. Isolation phase is one of the most critical phases in sales. Because if you don't isolate, people will just keep throwing objection. How many of you have had this happen that are listening to this? They just keep throwing objection after objection after objection. And especially if you do phone sales. So you're trying to book a a Fisbo appointment and you get to the end and they say, well, I don't go with real estate agents because I don't want the commission. And right. then they then you overcome the commission they go well and I don't really see how you would do any different marketing than me right. and and they keep going and going to you're going to lose the deal mm-hmm. by the fatigue of the call by the fatigue of the presentation, how many of you have been in a presentation, whether it's a, you know, what is it where they sell you timeshares? How many of you mm-hmm. have gone, I've sat through a timeshare yeah, presentation, you'll lose the deal by the fatigue you yep. put me through. Now, in car sales, it's a little bit opposite, where they try to fatigue you after they get you because they know it's such a hard transaction. Well, it becomes an
0: idea of you've invested this much time sitting there. Yes, oh, correct. gosh, do I really want to go through this again? I'll just make this decision
1: here. What you need to think of in the isolation phase is that if if you allow, especially in phone sales, when you guys are doing your phone sales, if you allow so many, so much time to go by when you're overcoming objections, you will lose that deal from fatigue. Yeah. You will literally lose the deal from fatigue on that phone call. Doesn't mean you can't get into the follow up, but go listen to some. Well, of I think that there's, especially on the
0: phone, it's a different, it is a different beast in the sense that I can just hang up on you at any time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think, I think that's what you run the risk of where it's like, okay, I've said no, I'm tired of doing this. You hang up, you can't necessarily do that face to face. So maybe that's yeah, where... Yeah, well, yeah, you can't run from somebody You can get face. up and walk away. But, but I do still, think the point still you're lose making... The deal. You'll is, still lose the deal. Right. Face to face. You'll sure, still yeah, lose yeah. the deal face-to-face. You'll
1: still lose the deal face-to-face. The only industry I've seen the fatigue really work in are maybe like, like two different industries. One is I've seen it work in the car dealership industry, right? Or the car industry where they're selling cars because of that. They already got you in the deal yeah. and they're fatiguing you in the paperwork yeah. in, in a way. Or they're fatiguing you in the, in the rounds of negotiation. I've also seen that work in like um, investments like investments in like if you're uh, selling companies and stuff like that, I've also seen them do the same thing where they put you through such a ring or like if someone's going to buy your company, they basically get you so excited. They offer you a deal. And then in the due diligence, they beat you down and they beat you down and they beat you down and they end up getting you because you're so fatigued. And by the end, you're just, I just want this to be done. So you give in. Yeah. let's go through this. The acknowledge phase. I totally understand you have a wife. I have a wife myself. Won't want you sleeping on the couch tonight. You know, totally get that. Hey, let me ask you this. And this is the isolation phase. Totally understand you have a wife. Is it just talking to your wife? Meaning like, God forbid, but Josh, if you were single, yes. would you give me a try? Because obviously I know you want to talk to your wife. I totally get that. I want to talk to my wife too as well. I get that stuff. But would you give me a try if it was just you? Yes. What yeah. you're doing here is you're literally just isolating down to where you're making Josh have to be. And I hate to say you're kind of funneling him or backing him into a corner, but you are. You're you're, you're trying to go, hey, if, is this the real reason? In my experience, nine times out of ten, they will go, yes, but x mm. like they will now give you have more another reason yeah. which you have more information which is gets back to the value <laughs> what you're really trying to do here is what dig for the real pain point dig for the real problem so you can identify the problem and then offer a solution mm-hmm. and so at this point you want to isolate and go hey totally understand that you know you're thinking that you can get twenty thousand dollars more for your home let me ask you this josh you know you know obviously i've shown you how i'm going to market the home Is it just that you want $20,000 more? Is there anything else that you've seen today that would keep you from moving forward with me as your real estate agent? Or is it just that, you know, it's the $20,000 and you're isolating down... To now, you can do what? That's the emotional side. I'm hearing you. It's logical, too, in the sense of your... I keep walking away from the mic and Mark <laughs> keeps looking at me. It's, it's, the, it's the logical side, but it's more just the emotion. Hey, I feel you. Totally understand. I'm just I, I, I'm just like that myself. Or I've had a client that's been just like that. It's kind of like the feel, felt, found method. Yeah. And then you go into, is that the only reason? This is very logical. Is that the only reason? It is Perfect. Then based upon that objection, you can give them a very logical, uh, a very logical close, and then come back with an emotional close. Mm-hmm. So a very logical close would be what's Josh's objection? He wants to talk to his wife. Okay, perfect. If Josh wants to talk to his wife, wife, let me be very, very logical there hey, I'm first going to set it up with the value because you always want to respond with value. Hey, Josh, totally understand. Hey, you want to talk to your wife? That's the only thing holding you back. You obviously see value in using me for American Lifestyle Magazine because you want to get more referral and repeat business. Let me ask you this, Josh. Do you think your wife would have any issues with the concept of getting more referral and repeat business? Is that something that she wants as well? Mm -hmm. I'm just reinforcing the value. Of course, (coughs) my wife wants more referral and repeat business. Perfect. Let's do this. I'll get you set up for this, but I totally understand you want to talk to your wife and I want to give you the opportunity to do that because it makes perfect sense. So let me get you set up. We'll move you forward on our program. Um, but for any reason, if you talk to your wife, because obviously I'm not in this to, to to you know push you into something. If you talk to your wife and she doesn't see the value of how American Lifestyle Magazine is going to really get you past the trash can onto the coffee table to really give you those referral and repeat business. You know, we'll cancel it all out because at the end of the day, what I'm about is really helping you get referral and repeat business. And I believe once your wife sees this, she's going to like it. But this way we can move forward and get this out of the pile of good ideas and actually put it into fruition and start moving the ball down the field yeah. to really get you those referrals. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. So here's what we're going to need to do. And then you move to the close. Now, Josh normally won't buy then.
0: Right. So exactly. normally it's when you give. Yeah. When you give someone a logical, what I, what I like about that is, is so many, um, so many uh, tips and advice on handling objections involves like. Acknowledging, responding, and then pivoting, kind of moving away yes. from the objection. So you're you're kind of subverting it almost in a way, whereas this is literally tackling the objection head on. It's very and logical. the whole point of the isolation phase is to really narrow it down and make sure that by the time I get through to that next step, which I may still say, well, I'm not ready to decide today. Yep. right? You I probably I will make that. decisions on the spot. You probably right? will say that. Yeah. And actually, most most people, most people, yeah. Yeah, most,
1: yeah. Most people will say, ah, and we had this at the NAR conference. Most people were like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to make a decision. It's fair. I, I agree with that. <laughs> I totally understand you don't want to make a decision today. Stay in agreement, as Grant Cardone would say. You yeah. always want to stay in agreement with the potential buyer. Because if you don't stay in agreement, you get into that de- debate mode. So here I presented a logical thing that's very logical. But you're going to say no. But why do I have you at this point? why i have you is because you told me you would move forward with this if it if if your wife likes it if it's just you and your wife likes it you'll move forward with this so i got you so now the only thing between me and the order is your wife mm-hmm. and i'm going to give you a very logical way out from basically giving me a step before, or giving me a chance and go talk to your wife Because she's not going to say no to this. In Mm -hmm. fact, sometimes I even go, let's conference your wife in. Yeah. Right? So it's very logical. Hey, look, totally understand you want to talk to your wife. Let's conference her in. Oh, we can't conference her in right now. No problem. Let's do this then. And I move forward down this logical step. You're going to say no. But at this point, why are you saying no?
0: I still haven't seen the value. I haven't made the decision that the value is is is, outweighing the cost. I would say
1: it's because you're scared. (laughs) I'm scared. You're scared. Meaning, like, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm telling you guys, whether you're in retail, on phone sales, I've been doing this for years. One of the main reasons people don't buy, and I'm going to give you an example of it with my own life. I love music. Mm -hmm. Love it. I played a homeschool growing up. If you guys don't know, played four hours a day. Check out the
0: Acre Brothers yeah, on, on MySpace. Don't. Yeah, please. MySpace.com slash Acre Brothers. God help us. Yeah, MySpace, seriously.
1: But the point is, I loved music. I was so excited to go buy a piano, a keyboard. <laughs> I searched forever. So, right. And,
0: and right.
1: When I got up to, the, to buying it. I know. Here's someone who loves music. Did the research. I want it, did the research. Right? And I still, ugh, I don't want to swipe that credit card. I don't want that 1100 or whatever dollars it was to leave my account. Yep. It's irrational. It, it's the fear of the unknown. Am I making the right decision? Is this really the is keyboard Is there a better I deal want? that's going to is come along? Is there a better deal? Can I get
0: a better You're price? You're dealing with, right.
1: it's very rational thoughts in the sense of like, yeah, that's legitimate. Maybe there could be a better deal. Maybe there is something better that's out there. Mm-hmm. And that fear of the unknown stops people from... From moving forward, human beings in their core do not like change. They don't like stepping out of their comfort zone. They don't like taking that leap of faith. How many of you guys like making a decision on the car? Even when you research the car you want to buy, you still are like, "Should I go to another car dealership? Should I should I talk to somebody right, else?" Right? Am Even, I getting
0: swindled? Am I am getting I getting taken swindled? all these fears? Of. Right.
1: This is the point of you've given them logical close. Now you got to overcome that emotion. You got to overcome that emotional close, and you've got to understand that's what they're feeling, and that's that's what makes you super relatable. Is that you can call it out, and you can literally say when they say, "Hey, I don't know," "Hey, Josh, totally understand, man. That that's how you feel." Hey, look, you know, do you mind if I share from my heart with you real quick? Mm-hmm. And this has been a critical it sounds so corny when you hear it in a training aspect but it works <laughs> wonders in practice yeah the line can i share from my heart with you mm-hmm. hey can i share from my heart because you're not saying can i be honest with you because you don't want to say that right because it sounds I like you were lying right honest, right so you don't want to say stuff like hey can <laughs> wait a minute, can we so haven't been being honest a, yeah hey josh do you mind if i just share something from my heart with you man and sometimes you can you know, build it up and say hey do you mind if I share from my heart with you it's actually you know it's like 4.30 right now I've been on the phones all day talking to clients so yeah. it feels like it's 8 o'clock at night it's crazy man do You mind if just, so you can set it up a little bit but the point that you're going to drive home now is you want to get it vulnerable and raw you want most sales people are never real they dance around and, and what you guys do is you basically go I know it's not really talking to his wife I know it's that he is maybe he doesn't have the money or I know it's he doesn't see the value but you never just straight up and ask him you never just go hey josh you know it probably isn't talking to your wife is it it's probably that you don't see enough value in this and mm-hmm. that's totally okay because you don't give yourself the chance to do that what you need to do is ask for the logical close and then set yourself up to be super direct if you feel something i tell my sales guys all the time if you feel there's something else there by golly man just say hey, hey i believe there's something else there what what's, what are you holding back and But you got to do it in a way that's, hey, it's not about the order. I would love to earn your business. yeah And that's what you're going to set up. So what I do is go, hey, Josh, you know, do you mind if I share something from my heart with you? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, man, the truth that matters, I'm just like you. So you build that camaraderie. I'm just like you, so I'm going to frame it up as if you're a real estate agent. I'm just like you, man. It's kind of like, this is kind of like my listing presentation. You probably heard me do this at NAR because it's the truth. This Mm -hmm. is my listing presentation. I'm just like you, man. It's when you get that family sitting across the couch from you and you know you can sell this home and you're giving them your pitch of how you're going to market it the best, how you're going to put a sign in the yard, how you're going to do open houses, how you're going to call people to drum up business for this. And all you need them to do is give you a chance. Because you, you've you even said, you know, hey, Luke, I love the way you're going to market my home. Hey, Luke, you know, I love it. I would do it if I didn't have to talk to my wife. Really, you know, I totally understand you're talking to and I want you to talk to your wife. You know, I want to give you the chance to do that. But the reality is, is what's holding you back right now is really just that fear of, you know, am I making the right choice? And I can't tell you anything right now that's going to make you overcome that fear. In fact, thinking about it, it's not going to make you overcome the fear. You can think about it till you're blue in the face and you're still gonna wonder, is it really gonna work? And that's ultimately why I ask people to give me a chance so I can show them what I can do. Meaning if I'm a real estate agent, so I can show you how I'm gonna market the house. If you don't like it in 30 days, I'll rip it up. I'll rip up the contract. If yeah. you don't think American lifestyle is going to work for you, I'll, I'll make a joke with you, Josh. If you wake up, stub your toe in the middle of the night and take it as an omen to not to do business with Luke Akery, no problem, we'll cancel it out. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I have to deliver for you, for you to do business with me long term. And I grow my business off of referrals. And you know, I want to point you to clients that I've had success with. But the truth is, I just need you to give me a chance. You guys won't believe how many people <clears throat> can overcome that right. fear
0: well it's the it's the trust i mean what you're doing is you are overcoming the objection of trust that they haven't they haven't really said to you they haven't said that oh i don't trust you but it's the fear yes, of making the decision because they they deep down just like what we talked about with yep. the piano example i don't trust that i'm getting the best deal or, i don't trust this so now you're already overcoming the hidden the hidden objection that's lying beneath all of this which is saying Look, you don't, and they'll never trust you. Understand I hate that. to say it's the money. You know, you're you're presenting a money back guarantee. Yes. That sounds you, corny. You are, That's but a, what you're it. doing is you're setting up the opportunity to earn their trust by them making a decision today. That's all that you're doing.
1: Yes, and, and what I would point out is that you'll never overcome that lack of trust. And the key in that close, that key in that close, is to call them out on that. Mm-hmm. I could sit exactly. here. Yeah. I tell people all the time when I'm selling them, I could sit here till I'm blue in the face and tell you we have a 4.7-star review on Facebook. We have over 250 top reviews on Facebook, our five-star reviews. We have tens of thousands of clients we've worked with. We have unbelievable retention rates, blah, 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 blah. But I'm just the sales guy telling you that. All those are true. Right. All those are true. But the reality is, is that do you see value in this product? And you told me you did. Would you try this? You told me you would. Mm-hmm. The only thing really holding you back right now is just the fear of the unknown of knowing if it's going to work or not. And the truth is, I hear you there and that's why I want you to give me a chance because I want to earn your business and show you what I can do." And you're giving them the reality that, hey, at the end of the day, it's showing this confidence that going, hey, I understand your fear and I want to earn your business. And I want to earn your... I would tell people at even the conference that we went to, hey, No one's going to fight as hard for your business as I'm going to fight. There's not a single vendor around this floor that's going to fight as hard. It sounds super corny. Those are the lines in the emotional part of the overcoming objections that are so critical. Because you're not dealing with logic at that point because they've already agreed logically. Understand in this process, guys, you've acknowledged it. You've isolated it. You've overcome with a logical overcoming. So depending on the objection they throw at you, you've overcome that logically. You said, I totally get where you're coming from there. So hey, am I getting the best price? So some companies will match the price. Hey, totally understand, am I getting, or like for us, like what if my list is taken? Hey, totally understand, if your list is taken, don't worry about it. So
0: how important is it to have all of those objections thought of ahead of time and have a response for it? Like, is most of what you've done there just, do you, do you still overcome I think the objections on is, the fly or have you thought through all of no, those no, objections No, No, I think the process
1: point? is more important than the, um,
0: words. Okay. Does that make sense? A little Meaning, bit. Like, I mean, if, Greg, if I, I believe in training, if the, if the objection is timing, right, it's just not a good time for me. Yes. Have you already thought through how do you, how do you overcome the timing objection? Yes. I, I mean, to a certain extent, Or is it literally but, just but,
1: saying like, but, is timing the only issue? But here's, but it is, it's the same. It's, Hey, Josh, totally understand, man. Time is this year. When is a good time? When is a good time that you would want to start generating referral and repeat business? Right. When is that good time for you? Well, you're putting the value back in there. Right. so,
0: so you're making it sound process. well, that's is, a dumb thing to say, right? Timing. Yeah. But,
1: but the point being is that I agree with you. Meaning, do, should you know every, every answer to every objection you face? Absolutely. Absolutely. You should go through and, and like, I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm sure financial advisors have a set of objections that they get common objections. So for us in our company, I want to see a sample. Mm-hmm. I want to talk. To my partner, um, I, I want to look at my marketing budget. Like you should have the answers of how you're going to answer them. But more important real estate? Than that, you know, I, I've I've said I would use my uh, where you, like right, yeah. you lower your commissions, right? Where you lower your commissions, and I've heard a great or, overcoming of lowering your commissions that I'll share. Yeah, is that hey, look, I actually don't lower my commissions. The people who do lower their commissions, the truth is, you know, one is they don't believe in the value that they bring to the table, but more importantly, when the first buyer gives an. Offer on your house, do you want me to lower the the price of that or do you want me to stand my ground in that offer? And the reason why I, you know, won't lower my commission is because I know the value that I bring to the table. And just like I'll negotiate you the best deal for your house, you know, all you won't even have to think about the 3% commission because you're gonna make so much money in the value that you want, the 3% commission is gonna be nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go with somebody who wants to do 2% and negotiate the value of your house, that's acceptable. So that's a really aggressive and confident <laughs> way, but I love it. I think it's you know right in the face. But the point being is, I'm taking is you're making an unbelievable point. Yes, you should know all your objections inside and out because you're only going to come <sighs> up with so many. But I think what's more important is understanding the process psychologically. Definitely, yeah, because you can of, always come back to the. Front or I shouldn't work. say more important. As equally yeah. as important is that you should understand the process psychologically. Understand, people buy or are convinced on logic, buy off emotion. In an objection, you're gonna have to put in. You're gonna have to understand. You're gonna overcome logically, but you'll never close on an objection unless you get them emotionally. Which is, you know, Grant Cardone always goes, "Let's go, give me a chance, let's roll." Like that's emotional. That's that's like, yeah. you know, it's hey, a let's shot roll. Of it's a shot. All yeah. right, let's do. Hey, yeah. give me two percent of your trust, I'll earn ninety eight percent. Like those right. type of lines. You're gonna need that. Acknowledge is absolutely critical. Isolate is, hey. What when is a good time? I totally understand. When is when is a good time to totally understand. Is it just the timing, Josh? Is that it? Is it? Like meaning like if it was September and not March, mm-hmm. you would give me a shot. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, look, well, let's do this. The the only reason a timing is an effect is because of what you told me, X, or because, hey, the only reason timing is the issue right now is because at the end of the day, you know, you told me already that you want to generate referral and repeat business. Mm-hmm. So if you could generate referral and repeat business today. Versus having to wait three months to do it in September, would would that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, then here's what we'll do. Give me a chance, boom. And yeah, I overcome logically, hey, you wanted the referrals and you're still going to say no. So I'm going to go, hey, look, hey, Josh, totally understand you want timing. I'm I'm a guy that has timing as well. I think it's good to run your business on timing. You have set plans. Totally understand that. Hey, when is a good time that you would actually want to uh, generate referral repeat business, which is the value? Hey, well, I would obviously want it today, but because of my marketing budget, I want to wait till September. Hey, totally understand you want to wait till September. Is it just waiting till September? Meaning if I call you September 1st at 9 a.m. like we're talking right now, would you give me a go? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Then here's what we'll do, man, because I totally understand that you want to wait to September because you're a guy that runs your business on timing. But at the end of the day, you know, you already told me that if you could start generating referral and repeat business today, Mm -hmm. you would want that. And so here's what I'm offering for you to do is that give me a chance to show you that I'm going to generate referral and repeat business for you today. And then we'll add it into your main plan come September when you do your marketing budget. But this way I can show you today, like I've showed my 10,000 other clients of how I'm generating referral and repeat business. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Generating referral and repeat business today versus September?
0: Yeah.
1: All right, perfect. Let's roll. Now, he's not going to (laughs) say yes right there, right? He's going to say, well, Luke, I totally understand, but I don't have the money. Or Luke, you know, I totally understand, but I really want to wait. Hey, totally understand that you want to wait. And now I have to get into that emotional closing of the objection, which is, hey, look, man, totally understand it. You want to wait, so no worries. I'll put you down for a follow-up call in September because I know timing's the issue for you. So I'll put you, for hey, Josh, before I let you go, do you mind if I share from my heart with you? <laughs> you see how it, the process comes back the same? Hey, do you mind if just, I share from yeah, my heart? Yeah, it goes heart? in circles, yeah. You want to acknowledge it, isolate it, overcome. He's still going to say no. You want to circle back around. Hey, do you, do you mind if I'm just super direct with you right now? Meaning, do you mind if I share from my heart with you? Mm-hmm. The reality is there's no difference between March and September. The only difference is time, and the only difference is when you want to be successful. And the truth is I've sat here and I've given you my value proposition because at this point, guys, you got to understand in context of overcoming objections, you've given them a whole value proposition that they've agreed to. They wouldn't have stayed on the phone with you for 15 minutes. They wouldn't have listened to your whole presentation and had you come into their home if they didn't believe there was value there. They wouldn't have done that. And so you've given them this whole presentation of context of value that they probably buy into. When you get to the point of an objection, it's because you're at the point where you see you can you can ask for the order. The only thing holding them back at that point is that maybe you didn't do a good enough value proposition, but nine times out of ten, it's that they just are scared that what you presented won't work. Mm-hmm. It won't be the keyboard that I buy, there's going to be a better deal tomorrow and I missed out. Right. There's going to be a better right. keyboard introduced next week and I made the bad mistake. The car I buy, was it really the car I wanted? Yeah. And you're that's rational to think about,
0: irrational,
1: because you'll never make
0: decisions yeah. in like that and the tendency is always going to be to go back to... Trying to logic out of the next thing versus always bringing it back and just remember, acknowledge, isolate. Acknowledge,
1: overcome. isolate, overcome, emotionally overcome. Yeah. Through this whole process, you're adding value. Acknowledge, add value, isolate, add value, overcome, add value. And when I say add value, what I mean by that is refer back to your value proposition. How do you know when it's done? How That's do you know a great time? question. I, I, me personally In your mind, never. <laughs> yeah, it's never, it's never done. Well, a no's not an ever. Quote right. that. A no's not an yeah. ever. So, understand it. Here's when Andrea I think it's said, done. Gave yeah, Angie gave the thumbs up. Here's when I think it's done is when they have been real with you, mm. is the best way I can explain it. But yeah, that makes sense. And, and you're, I mean, you're tapping into
0: emotional intelligence m- there as well. So, yeah, you, yeah, you do mean, have to recognize it's, it's when you're It's case by case a little far, bit, but, but, but meaning
1: like the, at, at the NAR, people are done at different times, obviously, at the right. NAR conference when we're you know, trying to sign people up. But the point being is like when they have gone and shared a something that you'll know this here's how is you'll go through your whole pitch and your presentation you'll go through overcoming the first objection and it will feel kind of fake right you'll know when they share something with you that's real. Yeah. Like I have people have shared with me, hey, I have no money in my bank account. Right, right. Right, I have people. Yeah. Now, could yeah, they be lying? Of course they could be. But at that point, they're sharing. We've people all been there. Are, yeah, correct. <laughs> Seriously, we definitely have all been there. Um, the point being is like they'll share with you in an openness and a realness that you didn't get through the whole presentation and that you did not get in the overcoming of the first, second, third objection. We usually have, over, have to overcome three objections before we get someone to buy. Yeah. The point being is that you'll know, but it is that emotional intelligence. It is that understanding. If you're pushing for the credit card over and over again and someone's not doing it and you're not giving the value of what you're selling, you're probably pushing too much. Yeah. You're probably pushing too Makes much.
0: Sense. yeah. Well, that was, I tell you Dude, what, that, that was the can't easiest podcast was, I ever did. Dude, I can't believe did. that
1: was 31 minutes. I feel like <laughs> we barely minutes. talked about anything. I really do. I feel like we barely talked about anything. Yeah, it's crazy. That's Anyways, awesome. maybe we'll do objections again sometime.
0: We might. If you guys have any uh, any questions, you know, you're listening to this and you have specific questions about that process, that framework, specific objections that you get in your business, yeah. we would love to get those from you because I think the more that we can talk about it, we can go over it, we can I get could some try feedback to from them. you guys. We'll challenge Luke. Yeah. That should be a new segment. Yeah, stump Challenge Luke. Stump Luke. Challenge yeah. me on the fly. Stump that Luke would be awesome. But that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today here on Stay Paid, please go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and make sure to leave a comment. You can also find our podcast in video on YouTube.com/slash/remindermedia, and you can check out this stunning beard. Oh Luke. man, that's coming in. It's terrible. You got something a little something on your chin there. Do I really? Yeah, yeah, a yeah something yeah, on your yeah. chin. That's it. Yeah, look at this. Now is this going to continue past <laughs> November? That's no, probably. Well, maybe if my wife loves it. it you guys might. heard the story last week. Luke lost yeah. a bet to a sales caller. This so he had a dumb to bet, this man. For, <laughs> super dumb bet for Movember. For Movember. Movember.
1: I'm, I've never grown a beard. Andrea likes it. I think it looks nice. Yeah, I'm Josh, personally Josh on, um beard watch.
0: 2019. I want to see how I just want to keep letting it grow. I want to get it. Dude, Duck Dynasty style. Yeah. Yes. yes that's, that's what I'm it. talking about. That's it. Yes. Anyway, make check sure to check tell- us out on YouTube to <laughs> see my beard and Josh's D- Duck Dynasty beard. Make sure to tell someone about the podcast today. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to get a hold of me or Luke, please email us at podcast podcastremindermedia.com or, or find us on Instagram or LinkedIn. And of course, you can check out Reminder Media on social media. We are at Reminder Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike, And I'm Luke Acree. Yes. No, I'm
1: just kidding. I'm going to close out this <laughs> yes. way, guys. So it's an action item from every podcast. And I think the action item is pretty obvious here is look at your industry that you're in, right? If you're a real estate agent, an insurance agent, financial advisor, whatever, what are your top three objections? and walk them through this process of acknowledge, isolate, overcome, and ask yourself, like, here would be a great exercise is write them down. What's your top three objections? And then go answer them. And then see, does it follow a process of acknowledging, isolating, overcoming, and then overcoming with the emotional close? And, and if it doesn't, try to build your objection overcoming in that framework to see how you can start tweaking your objection and see what success you get. Then go to staypaidpodcast.com, comment, tell us, go to our Facebook page, tell us kind of how you're having success with it because we'd love to hear it. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer. Top producers take action. Take action on that today.